One thing I often think about, I often wonder about, and it seems as I'm walking around in the in the dark, literally this evening, um, it seemed a good time to re-wander or re rewind the wander back to that place. I'm wondering about um, Sigmund Freud's very earliest fumblings towards. Uh, what we now understand to be psychotherapy, uh, which I guess, you know, started with this psychoanalysis, right? The analysis of the psyche, um, <laughs> the analysis of the soul. Freud was really just reinventing for the, for us moderns, um, you know, a very, very ancient, uh, but also quite hoity-toity philosophical practice, um, of you know know thyself um examine yourself although i heard a really interesting reference to this know, know thyself because we of course again us moderns have taken that know thyself injunction as uh as a hearty invitation for us to really explore the every nook and crevice of our ego within earshot of another person's um, ears, um, as if somehow doing it in their within their ears is particularly um, auspicious, and 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 of course it may be. Um, at times, it really does feel like it is. At other times, on the receiving end of that, in other words, of the person whose ears it is, it just feels like someone's just sort of. Um, I don't know, just opening their mouth and whatever is in their head is just f flowing out. But of course, that's what uh, Freud suggested was the best best way of doing it anyway. But I do wonder, in those early stumbling, fumbling, um, but also probably quite playful, before, before Freud became, you know, father to however many kids he had, eight kids, and, you know, flirting with his sister-in-law, doing more um and you know the the sort of grand old paterfamilias um everyone wanting to sort of you know kiss his um tobacco stained fingers at any at any juncture um freud until he had became become that person when he was much younger you know him and Breuer would do this um his friend Breuer would do this uh mutual analysis so you know they were like i don't know they were like two teenage boys who were like oh well we can't you know we 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 can't attract the people we want yet but let's just sort of um jack each other off sorry i was trying to think of a really polite way of saying that but kind of but you know in the nicest possible way i'm not suggesting in any way that what they were doing was masturbatory but i'm saying yes it it possibly was but but a beautiful um possibly even homoerotic exploration of the psyche and of everything present within the within it and within the speaking of it to the ears of another who was Breuer. So it'd be like, okay, well, you lie down on the couch and I'll do you for 50 minutes. <laughs> Stamina. And then, and, then, and then we'll swap places and, and now I'll lie down on the couch and you do me. Um, and doing was basically just, you know, sort of sitting there and listening to me. 
listening to me as if what I was saying mattered in some way. Which of course, which of course, if it's really coming from some sort of almost unconscious place, then it really is mattering. Because of course that is also then the voice of the culture that is being transmitted through us, the voice of the gods which I guess led Freud down the Oedipal path, whatever you think of, whatever you think of that. But I do wonder if one day <laughs> when we become an even more traumatized species than we are at the moment, although we also know that maybe we are actually really well adapted for that, if we can just get back into that mind frame. Um, but let's say we do, and let's say we feel like, oh my God, we, you know, everybody needs a therapist, and they just literally aren't enough to go around, and people don't really want the AI version because they, they genuinely want to want to feel another living, conscious being like themselves. I think that's what we want to feel, right? If I if I knew that an AI was just monitoring this little message here, I would feel a bit cheated. I would prefer a tree was listening to this, or a or a god, or a human animal ideally. Um, but what if in the future, maybe we go back to those very early days of Freud and Breuer, and it's like people do that for each other. That, 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 that there is this establishment of these uh, kinds of um, therapeutic dyads, where someone will really just sort of just, someone will say to another person who's in their therapeutic dyad, they'll say, hey, I really would love, I don't know, 25 minutes of your time. And, and, and that means, you know, I can sit there in silence with your time. I can talk to your time. I can... And maybe it would even be kind of... It would maybe be set up on an app so that, you know, you would ask for 25 minutes from someone and then they would have that 25 minutes and it kind of could be return that it would there would need to be this kind of squaring up process going on and nobody could get more than say i don't know a couple of hours in debt <laughs> to anyone else something like that um i don't know what that app would be called but if you have any ideas send me an email <laughs> maybe i'll create that app because i think that would also in some way it would revolutionize what we mean when we talk about therapy because it would also be sort of saying well if you want someone who's objective you want someone who's a stranger to listen to you well here's a person now of course i can hear the whole therapy world going on but god my god but these people aren't trained and all of this stuff but maybe in order to join the app you have to do a little i don't know very brief like a weekend kind of listening skills, reflecting back, unconditional positive regard. I mean, basically Carl Rogers. I think you could teach someone Carl Rogers um, core, uh, core factors in a weekend. So you would teach them a bit of Carl Rogers. And then, and then we would, as a human species, we would go forth and particularly those people who maybe couldn't afford this and didn't really want, I don't know, Maybe didn't want to enter into a hierarchical system, a sort of a power system in which it sort of is, um, in terms of who sets the rules and how it's set up and all of that stuff. Um, these people would then have access to this, this 
maybe this incredible encounter, this joyful encounter. Um, I guess what what I'm also really talking about is kind of friendship, but I don't know. It's I think most people would und- would recognize that friendship doesn't always work in that way. That there is. Um, it's very rare to find a, a friendship that, that has that kind of equilibrium. And when you do, cherish it. Uh, it's a very special friendship to have. And I suppose other people might say, well, this sounds a bit like a relationship. Surely you could say to your partner, um, I'd really just love 25 minutes of your unadulterated attention or something like that. But that's also problematic because we sort of do, I think, send those messages out to our partners. And, yeah, it's, they either hear them or don't. And often, I think, we don't hear them. I know I often have not heard them. There's a moon. It's almost a full moon. That's rising just above the horizon and it's kind of it's incredible color it's kind of got this sort of mottled dusky pink color it's quite a sight if I if I wasn't absolutely sure which I am that I'm on still standing in the middle of Rickmansworth Golf Course and just sort of walking around it in circles uh, so that Max doesn't get his paws muddy I would really feel like I was sort of on another planet and I was seeing you know I was on Pluto looking at Mars or I was on um, what's that John Gray book Uh, Men from Venus Women from Mars I was on Venus looking at Mars or vice versa. 